Thanks for watching the Paul Farrington Show. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all of the above, and make sure you follow us at Paul Farrington Show on Instagram. Thanks for watching. Jack, the pressure is mounting. Week 17 of the NFL season, the penultimate week of the regular season games in the NFL. Uh, a lot of big names in the National Football League are having rumors swirled around. They're being pushed to the limits. Paul Farrington joined alongside Jack Weinberger, who's in Andrew Keenan's seat today on the Paul Farrington Show. We're joined by Zach Bloomquist, the number one executive producer in the world. Intern Jeff is here today. He's back, baby. He's, He's back. Finally showed He's up. back. Jeff's basketball team with a... Uh, Red hot start to the season. We've been at quite a few of their games, and Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey never plays, unfortunately, because they're they're up to twenty point leads in the first six minutes. But uh, nonetheless, enjoyable to see intern Jeff putting in the hard work. Um, you might notice new cameras. We finally set up the new cameras for the show, trying to get a little bit crisper quality. Hopefully, they notice. Hopefully, that. hopefully, hopefully. I, I didn't look like too yeah, big of a difference at yeah. first. We're but hoping I, that. I think it's because we're using a TV as our monitor, not a regular monitor. So yeah, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for too. But. Uh, Jack, some big news broke earlier today, recording on Wednesday for a Thursday morning release. Derek Carr, benched by the Raiders for Jarrett Stidham. Stidham. I mean, it's kind of a shocking, at least when the news broke in all the group chats that I talked football with, people were very surprised by that. Derek Carr, you know, the face of the Raiders for multiple seasons now. I know Raiders fans who love him. They've backed him through the tough times, through the good times. He, we've seen one of our first clips posted on YouTube was him being emotional at a press conference. This is a guy who the fan base has loved for years and has been a pretty good quarterback for years. In fact, he was your preseason MVP long shot. You look 30 to 1. I thought it was a decent bargain with uh, Devontae Adams in there now, but uh, I guess that does one of the worst picks of the year. So obviously things are going to more and more is going to be revealed about the decision to, to bench car here. Maybe it's injury related since the Raiders are essentially knocked out of the playoffs. They just don't, don't want to risk injury. Uh, I can't imagine this being a move that they think is going to help them win football games down the stretch because Jared Stidham, we, there's nothing to show that he's a better option over Derek Carr. Uh, but the, the broader question that we were discussing right before we started the show was, is Derek Carr, a viable option for the Raiders moving forward. Now he's 31 going to be 32 next season. Uh, if you were, if you're a fan of the Raiders, what would you want? Uh, no, I'll get to that in a second. First of all, it feels very strange being on Andrew's side of the room. I'm trying to adjust myself and, you know, go back and forth. It's, you just I, feel more knowledgeable I, I, being I, over there. I, I like my side a little better. No knock to Andrew, but uh, you know, he's used to this. I'm used to over there. Is but there a I, different aura on the side of the room? There is. It smells a little more. <laughs> uh, and you know what led to Derek Carr's benching? The, my black and gold Pittsburgh Steelers who will be in the playoffs. I'll say that right now for our listeners, for our viewers, for our audience. My Pittsburgh Steelers, the number seven seed. Watch out. Watch out. Uh, and now back to Derek Carr. No, <laughs> he's, uh, he, he's not the, uh, the viral option. Not at all. He's had his chances. They haven't won anything. He's been good. He's been solid. I think he's been average. And now you finally give him the excuse is always okay. Like he's never really had a a top target. He never really has. He's like had Waller he, like, and he's, Renfro. He's, 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 had, like, he's had very good weapons. Yeah, like Waller and Renfro. And he's made the postseason. He's been solid. Now you give him Devonte Adams. Like okay, this is the year. Let's do something. And he's six and nine. And now he's thirty. He's thirty two years old. Go, going uh, to be thirty two next season. No, I think it's time to move on. He's had his chances in in, in Oakland and Vegas, and they haven't done anything. And now you give him Devontae Adams, and he's he's been worse. And Devontae Adams also is probably the one. If you asked Derek Carr, he, you can have any receiver in the fo National Football League. He 
probably would go with Devontae Adams, you give too, him, his college bud. You give him his college, yeah, his college teammate. And Adam Stiller, he's about to break the Raiders' single-season record in he's receiving. Great season. Josh Jacobs, the NFL's leading rusher. And you, you're 6-9, and nine, just lost to the Steelers 13-10. Uh, no, he's, he's not the viable option, not at all. And I'm, I'm wondering how much of it is Derek Carr and how much is Josh McDaniels. Because we know Josh McDaniels is not a very good football coach at this point. We, we've seen it in Denver. We've seen it throughout his time this season in Las Vegas. Most people that I've talked to about Josh McDaniels who have you know played football or have been related to uh, the NFL in some way, they all agree that he's just not meant to be a head coach. So I'm wondering if maybe part of the reason we're seeing the Raiders struggle so much is, like, look at, look at the Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible coach all season long. I can't imagine Russell, West, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson is that bad. Like, I, definitely some of it has to be shouldered on the coach, right? I think there comes a certain point where if you have enough talent, a, a, a decent level of talent where you should make the postseason, yeah. I don't care who's who has the headset on. I would agree. If, if I were a Raiders fan, I'd be ready to move on. If the Raiders had Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts or Devontae Adams, they love him, they're 13 and 3. Like, remember when Ben Roethlisberger was struggling for the Steelers? You, in turn, Jeff, every Steeler fan you knew was like, yeah, he's not playing great, but it's like it's well, Big Ben. Yeah, but Big Ben's he's won two he's bowls. A Super Bowl he's winner, made the AFC he wasn't, chip. Like, like Derek last Carr, year he was terrible. Carr's done anything. Carr's been average his whole career. No, I know, what, I know. Times? But when when you have that kind of connection to a guy, it could be hard to to let him go. But the right thing for the Raiders might be to move on. It's just when you have Devontae Adams, Waller, Josh Jacobs, that offense is built to succeed right now. Like who who are you bringing in? Do you go and get a rookie? And I don't well, know I mean, if this well, team is ready for. Car hasn't succeeded. It has to be a total rebuild, right? That's what I. Yeah, that's what I Unless would. Unless you go out and get someone. In free Unless age. you give him one more chance with Devontae Adams, see if the next year's different. I, I yeah, I I think I would give him. I actually think I would give him one more season. It's just hard, it's hard for me to see that team with that much talent. I know I just did a one eighty right there, but it's hard for me to see that team with so much talent. And you bring in a, a rookie, or you bring in any any journeyman that you bring in. He's not going to be better than Derek Carr. If anything, they'll be about the same level. Well, giving giving Carr his chance with an alpha receiver, probably the best receiver in the league. And this is a guy who, again, I said again, hasn't won anything with the Raiders. And yeah, they love him. He's a good quarterback. Uh, now you give him his guy, and he has six wins. It's yeah. concerning. It's alarming. Yeah, yeah, so you get rid of Derek Carr. Yeah, I, get, I, I, I get rid of Josh McDaniels. I say get rid of that bum. He's... Uh, there's no business coaching. He sucks, too. He, well, he sucks, yeah. it sucks. He has no business being a head coach. He's fine as a coordinator, but... I'd move on from him. Uh, another quarterback who was benched, Taylor Heineke. Ron Rivera making the switch from Heineke to Carson Wentz with only two games left this season. Washington's barely holding on to that seventh seed. And there's a lot of teams right behind them breathing down their necks. You have the Seahawks, you have the Lions, and the Packers, all of whom are, at least the Packers and Lions, have been playing good football over the past month. Uh, I questioned the decision at first, uh, but then when you really look into it and you see the struggles that Taylor Heineke has had uh, maybe not moving the ball up and down the field, but once you get into the red zone, this team isn't scoring touchdowns right now, Jack, and that's the problem for them. Well, look at the last two weeks, right? A game against the Giants, their biggest game of the year at home. It was a close game, and again, P.I. in the end zone probably should have yeah, tied the game and gone to overtime. Definitely, definitely P.I. Yeah. But they Giants, they, it was a close game because, because of the defensive side of the ball. The Commanders played good defense. It was a low-scoring game. The Giants' defense shut down Taylor Heineke for the most part. He didn't do much. Then you go to San Francisco... And you get mauled. Maybe for the commanders, you're hanging on to that seven spot. And, and you're thinking, all right, let's, let's give the man who we paid so much money to a chance to get us in. And, it's not, I, and he, he was injured. So it's not like, even though Wentz was, 
they were one and four earlier in the season when he was playing. Wentz's numbers were okay. He wasn't actually benched. It was more of an injury, and then Heineke started that little bit of a magical run. But uh, I, I just watched, and you mentioned the Giants game, but the red zone struggles. When we think about how they lost that game, where were they on, like, the seven-yard line, right? They couldn't get the ball in the end. Yeah. Zone. Heineke fumbled on about the 10-yard line. That game was the commanders to win. And if they win that game, they're pretty safely in the playoffs, and it's the Giants who are actually talking about as whether or not are they going to be able to get in. Um so I, I'm I'm actually okay with the move. And look, when you're struggling, when you're struggling at the quarterback position, your coaching staff, like they know they, what's going to change in a week. Like if he's struggling against good defenses, what's going to change now in the postseason? Nothing. The Commanders all like, season long too. They've struggled against good teams, and they what Heineke did was he was beating the teams he was supposed to beat. The only real standout game was the Philadelphia game where they came back and were able to upset Hurts and give them their first loss of the season. But if Andrew were here, you know, you know, he loves Heineke. Like right? all in all, I'm my final. I I know I do. Yeah, yeah. I like Heineke too. For the mo- like overall, for the most part, my final bottom line in this situation. Again, I understand why Wentz is, is coming in to finish the season. Paid him a lot of money. Let's see what he can do. Heineke's been struggling, but I think to close out my final two games for the playoff push, I'd stick with the guy who's been playing football. The last that, few weeks. That, that's the one, the concerning part for me is Wentz, is Wentz hasn't played. He came in for a couple drives against San Francisco, but he just hasn't He played hasn't played football. Time. So that's, that's, that was my bottom line on that whole situation. So wait, would you keep Heineke? Yeah, I, 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 would, I understand why they're playing Carson Wentz. I'm, I'm, I'm not totally against it, but I personally would stick with Heineke because he's been playing football. And I love, I love everything about Taylor Heineke. The, the emotion he plays with when he gets a first down. Remember when they beat Philly, how he was flexing? Like, he's all over the field running Yeah, around. and they love him. They like, love to play. He's, they, a, they, he's a fun guy to watch. And I'm sure, he, you know, he was on the Vikings for a while. He's a fun guy to root for, even in preseason, because he plays with so much fire. I just look at that team right now, and the ceiling is, is pretty low with Taylor Heineke. You know that they're not going to, and I don't want to say that they're going to win a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz or anything, but he's probably not going to make a ton of mistakes, and you're probably not going to go too far in the playoffs. I think Wentz gives you a little bit higher ceiling. More ceiling. But I, the I, floor I, is lower. I agree with that. Carson Wentz can be horrible. Yeah, I agree with that. So I, I'm, I'm okay with Ron Rivera taking a risk and saying, look, when, when, when Wentz was on early in the season, we had a couple games where we put up 30-plus points. Sure, there were games where we put up 10 or 12. But Heineke, we kind of know we're sitting at that 17 to 20. That last game of the season, too, against uh, they host Dallas, which could mean the world. If you can do a high-scoring game, again, that ceiling for Carson Wentz, what he can do offensively. Carson might, Wentz, though. It he, might be your best chance to win that he, game. And sometimes when he's running around, though, it's it's just tough to watch. If, if you're a, I agree, if you're, but like if Dallas scores 35... I don't think they win with Heineke. You have a better chance. I mean, there's a t- world yeah. with Wentz. Yeah, with Wentz, you have a chance. Again, I'd probably say no. Wentz, you can't you just imagine Wentz running 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, getting chased around by Micah Parsons, oh, yeah, man, I, flying I, all over the place? I hate the fact he's, he's been sidelined for a long time. Yeah, That's what I don't like. All right, let's uh, let's briefly touch on this one. Only only a two- or three-minute conversation here, Zach. But your guy, two attack of Iloa, another concussion. Honestly, if we're if we're being real, it's his third concussion of the year. We we know the Bills game when he stu- remember he stood up and he was wobbling all over the place and people were like looks like a back injury to me. Yeah, come on, who's no? He's got to be done. Uh, so he's had that. He basically I don't I don't want to say people are freaking out for him. He said he died on the field versus the uh, the Bengals, but he, he was semi paralyzed on the field against the Bengals, and and that was only a couple months ago, but a month and a half ago, two attack by Lowe was lying on the ground with his fingers like this, unable to move them. And another concussion. 
But the, the, what, the problem I have here, for if I'm Tua, is that you work your whole life to get to a moment like this, to get to the playoffs. And now I understand why people are concerned about him. He, they, people think he should retire. I mean, he can take a, like a career-ending injury deal and be set. Oh, yeah. Instead, yeah. Of, instead of having your, your head trauma and be dead by 35 years old. So, if, if, yeah, if you're the Dolphins right now, and if you're Tua, how are you managing this? Jack, are you, you're also, sitting out the season. If right? I'm the Dolphins, I'm he's done for the rest of the season. Yeah, he has to be. Right? If you get to the playoffs with Teddy, great. Yeah, yeah, uh, because at yeah, some he's, point, he's done for the season. At some point, you eventually have to say, as much money as the National Football League makes, as as much as people want their teams to win, you have to look at the player and say, his health is more important than the team's success. And it, look, if if you want, if you want Tua to be your quarterback for a long time, if he wants to stick in this league, he's got to limit these these. Head injuries. Yeah, we were, just, we were talking right before we started. If he comes back out, if he plays with a concussion against uh, who the, against the oh, Patriots, if he gets another concussion. It's his fourth that's, of the season. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he, 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 I think you need to shut him down. But you know, if he gets cleared, he's going to play. That's the scary thing about all this. Is a guy like him, like what I was just saying, when you work your whole life to get to a moment like this, he's going to try and play, and that's when it's scary. That's that's when you saw an injury like the Bengals, where he's on the ground, unable to move. You know, it's what the t- such the tough part is too with this whole situation is if, like the Dolphins were a team where everyone knew they weren't really going to go anywhere if they made the postseason. But if you have Tua playing good football, like they can beat anybody, which is the hard part about him sitting out. Yeah, but I, I, but I, I would I mean, uh, Jack. At one point this season, you were sitting right here saying there's Super Bowl and, contender with Bradley Chubb, yes. contender, and I yes. said they're the third best yes. team in the AFC. Yes, when they like when they're on, how many teams are better than the Dolphins? Three. I mean, right now, 31. But when they're on... No, no. When two, when two, yeah, when two is healthy and they're playing their best okay, football... Exactly. In the AFC... 29. 29. Well, yeah, yeah. In the AFC, what is it? It's the Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and you'd say Steelers. But, you'd probably uh, Steelers. I think, the, yeah, they still should have yeah, beat yeah, them. Yeah. But uh, it's that, that's what makes it so tough if, if you're Tua, if you're the Dolphins, if you're Dolphins fans, you have to... You have to be able to be able to the, overlook it and say yeah, his health is more important. There's got to come a point with especially a young quarterback like this where he's been batted around head injury to head injury with his third one now where he's got to be done for the season Zach what you showed statistics right before and after the this yeah. alleged concussion yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, or the alleged play where he was yeah, concussed I think he was 12 for 17 before the concussion 12 for 17 229 yards uh, a touchdown and he was throwing at like 19 yards a throw after with a play that they think he got a concussion he was 7 for 12 82 yards and three picks and three picks they they totally collapsed. I saw that play on a highlight, and that, that was definitely the play. Like he, his head hit the heart, hit the ground hard. He snapped back. Yeah. That was I, I, he's done. He's got to be done. Yeah, it, it's, it, it just sucks that, that there are guys we we were talking about Josh McCown as someone who just took a lot of hits to the head. You you mentioned Jay Cutler. Like it seems like there are certain guys who just can't avoid hitting their head. I don't know if I don't know how you work on that skill if it's just bad luck. But. You know who's a great example of that though is and he's on the Dolphins is Jalen Phillips. He, what do you call oh, it? For, yeah, because he had a bunch of concussions. He had a right? bunch of concussions in college. He actually stepped away from the game for a year. Yeah. For a year because he didn't want to, uh, or uh, his health yeah. was like so in jeopardy. And I mean, he came back, but it's like, yeah. I mean, he's good now. He hasn't had a well, knock, on, knock on wood. He hasn't had a concussion since being on the Dolphins. It's scary though. And I, I think, yeah, right now we're at the point, three concussions in the past two and a half months. It's, yeah, you got you got to take precaution here. It's such a shame for the Dolphins, too. This team was eight and three, no. riding high. Lost four games in a row, now eight and seven. Now you're a dog in New England, a game that you could very well lose. Then you host the Jets with Mike White back, game you could lose. I do trust him, it, Teddy. I believe in Teddy. 
I think Teddy could beat the Jets. Unfortunately for my Steelers, I think he could. But we'll see yeah. what happens. It, 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 it stinks to to see Tua keep getting injured because this is a good team when he's healthy. He's just he's he's been bad the past couple of weeks, but when he's on again, Jalen Wild, Tyree Kill, it's fun to watch. This is when I was when I was going back to uh to that to uh to that draft with Tua and Justin Herbert. This is why I've always said I'm a I'm a fan of those those bigger quarterbacks. Yeah, like the yeah those those bigger quarterbacks, less injury prone. Like Tua is a small guy. Pocket passers. Yeah, pocket passers. Tua is a small guy. And when he's hit, he's hit. Yeah, no, you, you're totally no, we've right. seen it. He, he's was he's he was five eleven. Yeah, he's, no, he's a, he's a smaller guy, and he's a mobile quarterback. Herbert's too. six yeah. foot four. I wouldn't say mobile. Yeah, he's he's not mobile in the sense that Lamar's a mobile quarterback, yeah. but he scrambles a lot and he tries to extend plays. Like Kirk Cousins, like, when Kirk gets hit, when when the when the blitz is on, Kirk just goes down. He's when, not moving. When Tua does try to move, it's scary. When Justin Herbert or Josh Allen try to move, they're you know they're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good point there. You have a, you, they have a better chance of coming out okay than a better chance coming out okay. Yes, a better chance coming out okay. They can take on a, a defensive end or a linebacker, yeah. and that's and, why I liked the hit. I liked Herbert over two in that draft. Going back to you no know, three what, three years ago, I, I'm in, interested to see how Tua's play will change a little bit next season. Assuming he doesn't come back this year, if he's a little bit more reserved and will throw the ball out of bounds as opposed to trying to extend a play, it's hard to take that out of a player. I'd imagine, but. You yeah. got you got to learn how to remember the Joe Burrow video um, from when he was a rookie, I think, and and he didn't slide on a play, and the refs just like, yeah, you got to learn how to slide in this league, or you're not going to last. Not going to last, yeah. Uh, before we do game picks, last thing here is the Green Bay Packers. They are really coming on strong right now. I hate to see it. A couple of weeks ago, we we released a video where Ziggy and I were on, and I said the Packers are dead, and of course they're not. You know, of, of course they wind up making this ridiculous comeback. I mean, you know. This is going to be they were dead. a 2010 rematch of Steelers-Packers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that. But I, I'm watching them play right now. And Aaron Rodgers, he's done this, what, two two times? Is very very famously two times, I think, he's had these midseason turnarounds where you know, the Packers look dead to rights. And all of a sudden, they just pull off a couple wins in a row. And naturally, everything fell their way this weekend. The Giants lost. The Seahawks lost. The Lions lost. I think, yeah, and the Commanders lost too, right? Everything that they needed to happen, plus they had a comeback win against Miami. So I'm getting ready for this weekend. The Vikings are underdogs. Again, a 12-3 team and underdogs to the Packers, which they probably should be. I, you know, I'd say in Lambeau to a, to a team that's now a decent Packers team. They're an yes. okay Packers team. I'd say they probably should be a dog. But I love this. I, am, I, I love this weekend. Because we have the opportunity. The Vikings game is important for the Vikings. They need to be the two seed. If they're not the two seed, San Francisco is going to go and route them uh, in, in San Fran. Like, we all would agree on that. But at home, there's a chance. Even, mm-hmm. even if San Francisco is a much better team, there's a chance. I'm happy about this weekend, though, because the Vikings have the opportunity to knock Green Bay out of the playoffs. And just as much as I'd love to have the, tw- the two seed, nothing would make me happier than marching into Lambeau Field seeing Aaron Rodgers and Matt LeFleur and being able to just kick their ass and knock them out. I am so excited for the opportunity to do that. And I think Kirk Cousins is going to go in there and do it. I love the fact that Green Bay is at 7-8. and eight. They were the last two that they're, they're going to make We need to beat them. And they have, we need to beat them. They have home games against two very beatable division teams in Minnesota and Detroit. Like, if they beat Minnesota, they're going to beat Detroit and get to the no, playoffs. No, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. If they beat us, they're going to get to the playoffs. I will say this about Green Bay, and I think they will beat Minnesota. But that game against Miami, I'm not, I'm not overall impressed with Green Bay. 
And I've said it most of the season. I think Rodgers is fantastic. But the game against the Dolphins, when it was 20-10, to 10, the Dolphins were in control. And then Tua, you know, it just he, he was hurt. And he was horrible. And they, he gave him the game. Yeah. Like three picks in a quarter. You don't see that ever. There's three picks in what? Or three, five drives? Three, I, I don't even know if it was five drafts. I, 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 I walked in I was, all three times and just threw a pick. Yeah. I was watching that game. It's like, this isn't Green Bay doing much. This is Tua just giving them the Collapsing. football. Collapsing. Yeah. And to be fair, we know he had, now we know he had a concussion the whole time. But I mean, if it was still, it, it was eye-opening watching that game going, wow, Green Bay is, like, the, Miami is handing them the game. Yeah, like, Green Bay didn't do much. They didn't impress me. me like, they've had so many wins this season where it's like, oh, here's Green Bay. It's funny they win the game. You know, Rodgers, Green Bay, they're going to get in. They haven't looked that good and doing Dallas, it. Wasn't Dallas up? Dallas was mauling them. Green Bay came back. Some Lambeau Field magic. Yeah, so now I, this, is, this is where the Vikings need to come like, in. But you know, and I they think, need like, to I, knock them out. I think Green I'm Bay. I'm tired of this bullshit. With I think the Green Bay will beat you and beat Detroit and get it. And that's, that's what everyone thinks right now. And if as a Viking fan, I, I know what Aaron Rodgers is capable of. But I also wouldn't mind seeing Green Bay in the playoffs. No, 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 no. I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers. I want to go in there and knock them out right now. A lot to hurt Packers fans, but a, a lot of it too is if you can give me Taylor Heineke slash Carson Wentz, Geno Smith, Jared Goff, or Aaron Rodgers, like Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think I think the Giants are going to be the six, but Aaron sure, Rodgers right, yeah, okay. is the fourth option. I do not want to play him. That's why this game means so much in many ways to Vikings fans. Knock out the Packers, great. Don't have to play the Packers, great. Two seed. Great, it's it's a it's a big game. I think for many you, reasons. I think as a two, if Minnesota's a two, I think the team I would definitely see the most is Washington. I think well, I don't think Washington would be a problem. Yeah, I'd love I, that's who I'd pick as well. Uh, and I I'd say the team least honestly maybe Detroit. Detroit no, I don't want Detroit. I, I would rank it. I'd want Washington and Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay. I might flip a uh, Green Bay and Detroit. Yeah, Detroit has Minnesota problems. They do. They have a good they offense. Well, they 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 can score. I think the play, yeah. I would be, I mean, they beat, be a great beat them up pretty good. They should have beat us the first game. Yeah, that's a good team. But, but they, you know, they, yeah. Green Bay will beat Detroit Sunday Night Football Week 18. That's Green a Bay. guarantee. Green Bay will get in. That's a guarantee. Yeah. So it's up to us. So it's up, yeah, it's up to the Vikings. It's yeah. up to us, Vikings. It's up to us. All right, Zach, uh, do you have the game picks pulled up? We always have the game picks perfect, pulled perfect. up. Perfect, perfect. So we'll, we'll wrap up the show with our, uh, our weekly game picks. Zach will read out the game and give us the spread, and Jack and I will correctly pick every single game. So we do. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, you guys ready? We're born to dish winners. Let's hear it. You hear that, so, Zach? We're born to dish winners. We are born to dish winners. So, first game, Thursday night. Usually we don't give out Thursday nights, but no, we're week, recording early, so. we are. End of the season, we got it. Yeah, end of the season, end of the year. All right, so we got Dallas versus Tennessee. Dallas is 12.5-point favorites. Yeah, it's a meaningless game for both teams, right? Well, Dallas T- can still possibly, possibly get the one. If, if no, Philly loses, I mean, look, I mean they're Philly, not going to. Philly has two home games, one's against the Saints. So if Dallas is locked into the five, Tennessee's gearing out to play Jacksonville. Meaningless for both teams. I guess Dallas playing for a little bit more. But in a spot like this, I do tend to lean to the team that's getting 12 points at home. So I'd take the Titans plus the points in that game. I also think that the Cowboys have actually much more to play. Like, the game means nothing to Tennessee. Uh, it's, it's really just auditions for Malik Willis or it's reps from Malik Willis. Uh, but I just don't think he's very good. That's the problem. I, I do think, though, 12 was, and a half is a little too much. He was atrocious. Oh, he was really bad. He was atrocious last week. And, and Dallas has been playing okay football, I'd say. They be, uh, beating Philly is a good win, even without Hurts. Like, that's a very talented football team. 
I gun to my head. I'll take the Cowboys. I'll take the Cowboys on point. I mean, but, I'm public policy. Like the, yeah, you are. The thing is here, like, Dallas just... Dallas has to go. If Dallas was awful loss or, like, playing for a number one seed, I think they go in there and They are them. playing for one seed, too. I, I, if they win, you know, if, if they win and lock it up type situation, I think it's different. Yeah. But they, Philly's not going to lose to New Orleans or the Giants at home. That's not going to happen. And if they know Brian Tannehill's in this game... I think I think Tennessee would cover 12 and a half. I think it might be like 10 point game. I just think Dallas is a lot better. 12 and a half is too much. It's, it's a lot. I just think Dallas cares one way that much. I, I, I take Tennessee plus the 12 and a half is too much with Tannehill. With Malik Willis, I don't oh, think yeah. score. There's a, it's, it's very possible. Over, it's a weird over under, too. It's 39 and a half. It's, it's, it's just weird because you're giving, They don't think Tennessee's going to score. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just so weird to me. Like, you're giving. 12 and a half points, what do you think? Yeah, they think it's going to be... Well, they think it can be a, a, a 24 to 7 type game. 24-10, yeah. That, that's how I... But the, I, da- the dangerous part about, like, 12 and a half, 24 to 7, like, dominating game, two minutes left, here comes the Titans, Dallas playing no defense, and they score. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's a lot of points, especially on the road. Yes. Next one, we got Carolina versus the Bucks. Oh, I love the Bucks. Uh, it's minus three. Yellow the Bucks. Revenge spot in Tampa for the division. Bucks. I'm going to pick the Bucks as well, but this Tampa team, we talked about it on Christmas Day. You, you were all over Arizona, and it wound up actually being a, a solid bet, at least an, yeah, an I, engaging bet. I love the Arizona. But uh, this Bucks team is bad. They There's are no bad. way around it. They, they are, are bad. They are so, not a good football team. They are team. bad, but so is Carolina. And they, the storyline is just yes. there, like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs, host the game. Like, See, I don't know. Since Sam Darnold's been on that field, Carolina's looked like a whole new team. And the Steelers kicked their ass like two weeks ago. They looked terrible. Carolina, yeah, man, they're 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 a weird team. It's it's insane that they was it them and the Saints are both in contention with the Bucks right now at six and eight. I, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay because I don't want to pick against Tom Brady at home. But I, this is a bad Bucks team, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina won. Oh, they're bad. Look, last week when they were laying eight, I'm like, what? Like, the Bucks yeah. on the road laying eight against anybody. I don't care if I'm playing, you're playing, or McSorley's playing, or intern Jeff's playing. I'm taking the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, this week, just the fact that it's that, that script. It's like, like I know that Tom Brady will get in at, like, nine yeah, he'll eight, find, eight, he'll nine, find some and post game. Get yeah. into the playoffs. And like, I don't know if I'm, yeah. What's the money? I'm not, I'm not laying three, but I take him on outright. Minus 168. I would take a minus 168 in the money line to win the game. What's next, Zach? Next one, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Washington Commanders. The Browns are getting plus one and a half. Yeah, I like I like Washington. I think immediately this game for Cleveland Washington is something to play for. Off a brutal loss. I like the Washington in this game. Yeah, pretty, when, I'd say pretty big over Cleveland. Wentz comes back. Deshaun Watson hasn't impressed me. I think this, I think this is a, is a pretty gritty game. Both teams like to run the football. Both teams are good at running the football. Uh, I'll take Washington, and I think they win by three points. I think it's a close game. Next one we got, we got the New Orleans Saints versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are minus but yeah, Jalen Hurts' stats is still up in the air, right? He's probably not the Saints play. suck. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I would yeah, take the Eagles minus, minus with Minshew minus the six. Again, though, like, the only concern is they don't they don't need to win by six. But they, they're good enough to do that, so I would take a minus the six. I think Minshew's good enough to win. That team is really talented. Yeah, they're at home. They, I mean, they, they win and they get the one. Look, seat, they so they're, they're they had a great chance in Dallas with Minshew to win that game. They probably should have won that game. Yeah, no, yeah. Now coming home, minus third, I mean, the Dallas Saints. Dallas third and third. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Minshew can win that game by 20 points. Next one we got the Cardinals versus the Falcons. And Cardinals, Cardinals are plus three. I'll flip a coin. Uh, yeah, I could care less about this game. What's next? <laughs> I could not care less about I, this I, game. I don't know how to handicap. I have no handicap for that game. Not Jacksonville versus Houston. 
Another meaningless game. See, I, yeah, meaningless for both teams. Uh, Houston, Houston just won, right? Like, Houston won last week. Like, they beat Tennessee. Yes. Like, I just simply go based on the principle, like, Houston won't win two games in a row, so I would take Jacksonville. I, I think this is a game that Jacksonville wins, too, because, again, Doug Peterson here, he said, uh, he was asked if he'd rest his stars in this game. He said there's never a meaningless game. Never, ever, ever, ever. I, I, I sounds like he's going to keep him in the whole game. Yeah. And I think Jacksonville wants to keep playing good football as they have the past month or so. So I think they keep their foot on the gas and win this game. By, I, uh, I mean, if, I, if I'm the Jags, though, they're so obviously just looking towards that Tennessee game. Like, I would never actually make this bet for a team I know is playing me, a meaningless game and looking ahead. No, me neither. But I think Jacksonville is actually, I, I don't think it's a bad bet. To no, bet it's probably not a bad bet. For the sake of the Charlotte Jacksonville. <laughs> but right, I probably wouldn't next? make the bet. Next one we got Chicago versus Detroit. So the Lions versus the Bears. The Lions are minus five and a half. This is in Detroit, right? In Detroit. Yeah, I mean, there's only one side to play there. It's Detroit. It's Detroit or nothing. Detroit at home it's, has been it's, it's Detroit or pass. They're playing a meaningful game. Chicago's 3-12. and 12. It's Detroit or nothing for me. And Chicago, remember a couple weeks ago they started to get exciting fields? was putting up those big fantasy games where he was run for 180 yards. That's kind of started to trickle back. We've seen them regress a little bit the past few weeks. I uh, I like Detroit here. Fine. When you're 3-12, and 12 too, and you just got mopped by the Bills, like yeah. you want your season to be done. I got to go to Detroit, play a game where they want to win, they need to win. I mean, this is one of the biggest games in Detroit in what? Six years? Oh, yeah. A long time. Something like since Stafford got to the playoffs and they lost to the Saints or something, or Dallas. This is, it, this is a huge game. It'll they probably be the, uh, the most public bet of the year, but Detroit. Yeah. Well, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Uh, now, this, this is the best game of the week. It is my Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots. And we're actually not big. Plus Doesn't three. surprise me. Oh, and you probably shouldn't be without Tua, yeah, on the road. Uh, I would. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots for the sake of the Steelers to get to the playoffs. We need the Dolphins to lose to the Pats, <laughs> so I'll take the Pats and lay the three. I think New England wins this game too. Unfortunately, if Tua was playing, I'd be I'd be on the Dolphins. Wow. But if Tua was playing, I, I don't know. I, the, Miami just hasn't had aren't that you, same aren't magic. You a Teddy B lover. I love Teddy Bridgewater, but I also I also am not dumb enough to pick against Bill Belichick at home in December in a, a must-win game against a backup quarterback. I mean, the Pats also, for the last, like, quarter and a half of that Bengals game, they looked good. No, I, this, is a, I, I, this is a game where I would not be surprised if New England won my double digits. Same. I'd probably lay the three with... Unfortunately. With, uh, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I hope I'm wrong. So I'm rooting for the Pats. I think the Pats are going to win. All right, next one we got the Denver Broncos versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Broncos just lost their head coach. They now have their... What do you call it? Their time manager as their interim head coach. Yeah, what, what's the line on this? <laughs> Minus 12 and a half. Jerry Rosberg. Yeah, I'd, I'd like the 12 and a half Chiefs. Well, what was the last time they played? It was 28-0 Chiefs and Denver came storming back. Denver came storming back. back to cover nine and a half, yeah. Is this, is this one in Kansas City? Yes. You know, I, I, I wouldn't bet it, but I'm not picking the Broncos for anything this year. This, this week, too, on uh, Monday night, I believe it is, the Bills go to the Bengals. If the Bengals win, so the Chiefs are playing for a number one seed. Like, if the Chiefs win this the game, need to win. if they win this game and the Bengals beat Buffalo, they're the one. Casey's Again, the one. Somehow they find their way. So, give, give, me, the, give me Kansas Chiefs. City uh, with the points. I'm not betting. Yeah, can, that's, that's one they're side. Horrible. Of the Chiefs are fast. That's what we got. The Colts versus the Giants. Giants, Giants. 
Giants. I hate to say the Giants will will probably win and cover it to the playoffs. I don't yeah, like to root no, for the, the Giants, Giants but the, the, the Giants will win this game. Do you know the starting game. quarterback yet for the Colts? Is that confirmed? Are they going with Foles? They can't possibly be going with Foles, either, can they? I, I, don't, I don't know. Whatever the situation is, whatever. It doesn't just matter. Do, it doesn't, the Giants, are gonna, the Giants defense is good. Uh, give me the Giants. Uh, too bad Andrew's not here, but we got the New York Jets versus the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks plus one and a half? Seahawks. 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 I'm going to say double digits in Seattle. Again, for Andrew's sake, I don't mind the Jets. I'm rooting for the Jets to, to see. So you're just the total opposite of, of my sake. Like, you're rooting for the Dolphins. You're rooting for the Jets. Yeah, no, I, I want to see. I want to see Dolphins Jets have a, have a chance to, to have a playoff game essentially in Week 18. But I'm going to pick the Seahawks because it's, it's in Seattle. They're also playing for a playoff spot. It's, I don't oh. really pick the Jets. And this is also a uh, my guy Gino, his revenge game, his revenge game. It's a pretty good spot. All right, next we got the 49ers versus the Raiders. 49ers minus 10. Yeah, the, everything on the 49ers. I mean, look, like it's not. Jarrett that, Stidham. That's, yeah, that's not a, you can't take the Raiders. So I'd get Niners or nothing. No, Niners. They've been destroying it, people. And yeah, it's, it, it's it's Niners or nothing. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers, as we were just talking about them. The Vikings plus three. Yeah. Is that, is I, that, I, that line's going to keep going up I'm, and up. Uh, and up. <laughs> I'm hopping on the three now with, with Green Bay. I think they win, they cover, and then they beat Detroit to the playoffs. Really? Yep. At what point does the magic wear out, Jack? That's, that's the question for the Vikings right now. And uh, it will not be this week. No, the magic wears field. out for you in, uh, in, in Philly the and the NFC Championship. In the yeah. Uh, yeah, no, against San Francisco in the divisional round probably. But no, no, not today. Not this weekend. We will beat the Packers and I, knock them out. Look, I can see this game starts... Rogers marches right down. Lambo's loud. Nope, not this weekend. Not this weekend. Not with that team. There's no Devonte Adams. The, and this then, Packer team is not the same. Yeah. Then they get in and they beat you in the first round. Yeah, that, that's what that I'm would say. be the that's all-time happen. worst case scenario. Can you, you imagine this this Packers team? You open the door. They no, walk in. Hey, what's that's up? Why we're gonna shut it. Get we're gonna out. shut it. We're gonna shut it right now. Vikings alt line six and a half. All right, next one: the L.A. Rams and the L.A. Chargers. 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 I didn't want to talk about. It. Although, actually, the Rams—I guess last weekend they—they—they they, they were—they were good. What's the line? Oh, well, the Chargers. Chargers locked what? Chargers are locked into the six. The uh, six. Seed, I right? like the Chargers, but the Rams the past couple of weeks have have been a lot. Cam Akers, baby. Cam Akers. Uh, my dynasty team is looking good. Oh, don't be fooled. Like the Rams no, just tattooed Denver. Yeah, Denver's. The I mean, worst we can go out life. there and tattoo Denver. They're the worst team in football. Oh, I think I think that they actually might be worse than the Texans. I think they might be the worst team. In it's the mighty close, yeah. yeah mighty no, Denver close. is horrible. No, I mean, the Texans the played with uh, they played with them. In with De- in Texans Denver. played with the Cowboys. They played they with the Broncos. With, yeah, they did. No, no, really, the yeah. Broncos are the worst team in the NFL. They are the worst. Team I want because nothing they have to do with them. The, they have a semi-good roster and can't. That's why they're worse than the, the, the team doesn't. The team doesn't get along. They're fighting on the sidelines. You have offensive linemen pushing backup quarterbacks. It's, it's a disaster. Next one, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens minus two and a half. Steelers money line. They advance to Week 18 at home for a chance to make the playoffs. I think. I think this is the closest thing to a a good Steelers Ravens game that we've had in a while. Uh, like, like remember the remember the old games? To, well, we say the old games. Remember, like two thousand eight. Remember last season? I don't. Last I don't. week of the season. I, I don't remember when it was Steelers at Baltimore. Well, I for don't a chance remember. to lock up their berth, and the Steelers won that game. Jacksonville lost. Jacksonville won. Sorry, we got in. 
Every Steelers Ravens game has massive implications. I like. I it like just, the Steelers. It just, it just tends to happen. I, I like it's, the Steelers here. I, I'm not. I'm not buying Huntley. I like the Steelers too. If Lamar doesn't play, which I don't think he is, right? Is that confirmed? I mean, two and a half selling you no way he's playing. Yeah, two I, and a half at home I, against I, I the like, Steelers. I like the Steelers. I like the Steelers. Yeah, they're getting in. I'm telling you, they're getting in. I don't in. think they're getting in. I think they win this game. But what do you think happens? Who? What, what goes wrong? Right now, I you think the Jets beat Seattle. I think the Jets have a better chance of getting in this season than the Steelers by beating Seattle. By beating Seattle, or the Dolphins. What happens? Or the Dolphins beat the, the Jets. Being the Jets, yeah, I think one of those two. New England will lose to Buffalo. Yeah, That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Buffalo, Buffalo's yeah. playing for something. Yeah. All right, and our last and final game for the Monday night game: Buffalo versus the Bengals. Finally, Jeez. Bengals plus one. Finally, a good Monday night game. You turn on Monday Night Football now. It's just ridiculous. Week in and week out. It's a joke. It's even Thursday night. It's been a lot of the year. Yeah. The Bengals money line. What's the line They're again? a small home dog. Plus one and a half. Yeah, they're a small home dog. They don't, they don't lose. They don't, they don't lose. Yeah, this is Joe Burrow in December. They don't, lose, they don't lose ever. So I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Prime time. Or Joe Burrow in January. Just for the two seed. Bengals. I like the Bengals too. I, th- I think this is going to be a great game though. Oh yeah, this will be a divisional preview. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, bet it, but if I had to put my money somewhere, I, I would rather be on the home team here. And the I Bengals go, are yeah. playing well. I go Bengals. Yeah, there we go. All right, week seventeen preview show. Hopefully next week we have Andrew back. He was under the weather. Ziggy right now, he's having some techno- technological problems because he's gone home for the holidays. So we'll have to wait for him to get his setup back at UVA. But uh, once they're back, we'll get the show rolling. The uh, the background. We finally got some of the old jerseys back up. It's it's gonna all start coming together here. Like, massive changes coming soon to the Paul Farrington show. Wave those terrible towels, boys. Wave those terrible towels. Get excited because the uh, Green Bay Packers are going to be knocked out of playoff contention this week. Put those cheese heads on. No, 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 no. Take those cheese heads off. Take those cheese heads off. Thanks for listening. We will see you at the Week 17 Reaction Show next week. Yeah, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and put in the comments how you like our new cameras. Yeah, hopefully you can see a difference.